Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Masters is back. Stream all four days from Augusta and get every second of big swinging, glorious setting, career besting, water splashing, record breaking, tiger taming, Rory winning, maybe, eagle making, green jacketing, golf glory you could ask for. Grab a Now TV Sky Sports Week Pass and watch all four days of the Masters for just 15 euro. Search Now TV today. Content streamed via the internet, full terms at nowtv.com. Your show will go live in five seconds. Four, three, two, one. And now for your nice ladies and gentlemen. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Coming out there who don't understand the Italian language. I'd like to do two choruses in British. Why don't you get yourself a nice girl? I get, get a nice one almost every night, ma. Yeah, but get yourself a girl so you could settle down. That's what I, I mean. settle down almost every night, but then in the morning I'm free. Okay, man, are you ready to go? I'm ready to go. Now, come on, now, crank this motherfucker up. It's a return of the Mac. There's some guy named Joe Quillen sitting next to me right now. What up, everybody? Welcome to the Funk and Fancy Turn Up Tuesday. Back from the three-week hiatus live here at Moonshine, 1825 East Moy Metson Avenue. I'm your host, Luigi Curto, alongside of me uh, driving the, uh, the dumpster fire, which is this program, is my boy Joe Quills, because uh, everybody else was sick tonight. 
So Joe's calling in, and I mean, well, Joe's a longtime listener and a, and a, and a longtime friend, and he's going to help me commandeer the dumpster this evening and bring some flavor that you crave. You have been sick from time to time. In fact, I'm just getting over sick. I had a touch of the plague earlier this week. I dodged being sick. Remember, remember Ali, uh, Ali Foreman against the ropes? With, and, and, he, and he basically dodged like 38 punches. That was me dodging being sick for about the entire month of December, January, and a quarter of February. But it eventually caught up to me. And when I got back from Atlanta, I got the plague. I got Ebola. I got a, just a touch, a touch of AIDS, a touch of AIDS, and a little, bit of the, a little bit of swine flu to go along with it, too. But that wasn't too bad. And it was just in time for me getting back from Super Bowl 53 with Tony Bruno and Miss Robin. And then also in time for me to move, because I moved recently. I finally got out of, uh, I got out of Tony and Robin's house, and now I'm, uh, I'm on my own. I got an apartment. I went and looked at the first place I saw. I said, what apartment number is available? They said, apartment number four. Signed the damn paperwork right then and there, Joe. It was an omen, and I signed it right there. David Price says, welcome back, gentlemen, and Luigi. Bafangul, eh? All right, David, welcome back to you, too. Now, call in number 619-924-9874, 619-924-9874. Uh, no call screener, so much like Stevie Wonder at the airport, we're flying blind, all right? And here's the best part about Funk and Fancy Turnip Tuesday. It's not, long, it's not about fancy sports anymore. I mean, we still talk about sports. Sports is the nucleus. It's what makes the world go around. Well, at least this world go around. But we talk about everything here. It's a virtual cornucopia of subjects, all right? And we span the globe, much like my man Ken Cage uh, of Renegade Repos was spanning the globe earlier, and he was, he was able to, uh, we, we were, we actually, I just got back with Ken, and we nabbed an airplane. We did. We nabbed an airplane, Joe. You can just nod your head. Speak into the microphone. People can't hear this. You know, you have to talk. Anyway. My phone's going off, which means Twitter must be going off. At Funkin' Fantasy, make sure you're hashtagging Funkin' Fantasy to get your questions, concerns in, and uh, we'll make sure we do. We have a lot to get into tonight. I'll break down some of the move, the situation. I want to hear about your horror moving stories. Everyone's got a story where they move to a new place or the place that they're at right now, and something went terribly, terribly wrong. Because nothing ever goes exactly the way it's supposed to go. So I, I and before I get into that, uh, I'll give you a little bit of what we're talking about. We're talking about the, uh, the AAF, which is the Alliance of American Football. That just happened. We're going to figure out what that's all about. We'll visit some of the teams and some of the players notable worth, uh, worth talking about. Antonio Brown has, has officially requested a trade from the Pittsburgh Steelers. I thought it was official when he showed up to the playoff game, in the, you know, basically the last game of the season with the coat on and, was, and, and threw footballs at Ben Roethlisberger's feet, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, Harper Machado, when will that saga ever end? We'll touch on that a little bit. Kareem Hunt is back in the NFL. He got himself a job at the same place that the incident happened in Cleveland. So the man was basically arrested, well, not arrested, but he had an incident with a female in Cleveland, and the Cleveland Browns go ahead and sign Kareem Hunt. So now they have Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, so let the Duke Johnson Jr. sweepstakes begin. Probably a kicker. Joe, that's just messed up, man. That's just messed up. That's okay. So we got that, and then whatever else you want to talk about, all right? And also, I been, so the, uh, there's another award. What was, the, what was it? The Oscars just came out or whatever it was? Grammys. The Grammys. The Grammys came out. And um, so the Grammys came out, and, we were, and they were, uh, it's another one of those stupid award shows that no one really pays attention to. But as I was talking about the Grammys online, well, I wasn't talking about it. People were talking about it online. Uh, someone mentioned the fact about the, uh, the movie Bohemian Rhapsody. Have you seen Bohemian Rhapsody yet? Is it not phenomenal? It's incredible. It's a beautiful film. It's exactly what it is, Joe. It's a beautiful film. And I had somebody knock at a damn movie 
All right, my buddy, I'll even knock him here. Timmy Galligan, you piece of shit. You were knocking it because you're an ACDC guy, just because you're not a Queen guy. He said the whole, the Live Aid performance didn't belong in the shot. I'm like, the Live Aid performance was quintessential to the movie. It was the greatest performance ever on stage. But it was the greatest live performance ever in concert. That was his last performance. It was his last performance. People are saying the sound is low on Facebook. That's a good thing. I keep the sound low. That way you don't have to hear me too much. That's the perfect way to do this. So, so I moved, right, Joe? So I moved. I'm out of Tony and Robbins now. I'm finishing. I'm getting the rest of my stuff. They did. They actually, they're home partying right now, and they're going to continue into tomorrow night with the Tony Bruno Show extravaganza here at Moonshine at 7 p.m. on Wednesday night. But it was, it, it was a bittersweet goodbye. I, carry, I got all my stuff together. I still got a few things over there. I'm still going over there doing laundry and stuff. I said goodbye to the cats. Um, they gave me my, well, <laughs> on the way out, Robin hands me a banana. It was the last banana I bought for the place. So she goes, here you go, here's your last banana, basically kind of a thing. But, uh, but last night, I was, uh, I was lucky enough to, uh, so Tony's buddies came in from ESPN. They were doing, because the Sixers have the, uh, the national game. So ESPN was here doing the national game, and uh, PJ Carlissimo and the gang were here. So I met up with them over at Labor 2, which is a restaurant over there, and I had a few drinks with PJ Carlissimo and the gang, and uh, that, was, that was a lot of fun. So it's going to be a little weird going back on my own again. Not having the roommates around, kind of a kind of a thing, you know. They were like, a, it, was a good, it was like mom and dad, you know. And now I'm moving out on my own again. I got to put the big boy pants on, and I'm moving to my apartment. So here's here's my horror story from my apartment. I'll see if anybody can top, if anybody can top this. I will give you a fifty dollar gift card to Moonshine. You call in if you can top this. All right. So I go to I, I again. This is not the owner's fault. They have a management company that handles the property. Okay. The owner himself's a pretty cool guy. Management company not so good. So anyway, I go in, I take a look at the apartment. It hasn't been cleaned yet. Carpets haven't been cleaned, hasn't been painted, because the other tenant just previously just moved out. Uh, the appliances were taken out, the fridge and the stove, they were, they were replacing the appliances, okay? So I go in, and I do the walkthrough. Everything looks great. Beautiful, second story, two bedroom. Uh, one of the, the bedroom on the side I'm going to use, I'm going to use as a studio where I can do the dumpster fire from in there, because, you know, I have property insurance now, so it's okay, the place got on fire, it's fine. And... The kitchen's nice. Everything's nice, but there's no appliances. So I said, listen, I'm going to take the place. Do, you know, obviously, depending on the fact that everything here gets done. I said, oh, yeah, of course, no problem. It's three weeks till move in. You're, got, you're not coming here till you get back from Atlanta. We'll have everything ready to go. Professional cleaning crew will be in here. The appliances, the whole nine, right? So I show up. I'm there. And I'm ready to go, and I'm, get, I'm doing my final inspection, the final walkthrough. I get the keys to my kingdom, right, Joe? I got furniture guys coming. I got the, the Mini Coopers full of freaking luggage. I got the U-Haul truck outside. Everyone's there waiting for me to move. All of a sudden, I open the door, and the place looks exactly the freaking same as it did three weeks prior. It hasn't been cleaned. It hasn't been painted. No fridge. No stove. No nothing. Nothing has been done. Now, I got furniture people coming. I got, cl- I got, uh, I got a truck full of freaking... Uh, of, of all my personal items and my belongings, and I got to move this stuff. I took off from work to do all this, and I can't move. And the guy goes, so do you want the keys? But hell no, I don't want the keys. Would you take the keys to this place? Absolutely not. So I get on the phone with the, with the, with the, um, with the, um, the property management group, and they go, I go, hey, how are you? They go, how's the walkthrough going? I'm like, you didn't do anything. So apparently what they did was they fixed the apartment on the first floor instead of the second floor, which I was moving into, 
and I gave them a roaring round of one of these. With like a whole bunch of like FU mixed in there, right? So, but the, again, the property owner, he's, he's taking care of me and doing the whole thing. And so we're getting all straightened away. But I got the couch in there, got the sectional, right? TV's up. Robin put together this, uh, my entertainment center, which only could, I mean, you got to be like licensed by NASA and have like a, mi like a minor engineering in like astrophysics to be able to put together this entertainment center. They got the thing on the swivel so the TV turns left and right. And it's hard. It's a 55-inch TV. So I haven't turned my TV on. I haven't turned my TV on in over a year, dude. A year. I basically turned the TV on. It saw me and was like, who the fuck is that guy? It was, it was the weirdest thing in the world. But the smoothest thing, believe it or not, was Comcast. Was the setup of Comcast. The guy was in and out. He actually knew who I was from the show, which is fun. Which Nobody knows who the hell I am. So that was, that was funny enough. Uh, he didn't give me any free cable. Remember before back in the days he talked to the guy, yeah, hey, man, throw a little bit, get free cable. I got basic cable. And here's the reason why. Because I wanted to get Blast in there so I could do the show from the, uh, from the apartment. And, and, and able to do that, it's, it's it's, so it's like 1,000 megabyte speed. It's like a gigaspeed or whatever the hell it is. Gigabyte. gigabyte. Thank you, Joe. And I get this thing. And for the internet alone, it's $101. You know, and that includes all the taxes and the rental of the equipment, the router and all that nonsense. It's $101. Guess how much it was for internet plus cable? $102. So I wanted to cut the cord completely, but for another buck, they wrangled me in. Here's the thing, though. I don't get anything. Here's the best part about Comcast, right? When you have Xfinity and Comcast and you pay for Xfinity and Comcast, they don't even give you Comcast. You can't even get the Comcast channel when you have Comcast. How is that possible? It's not like I'm asking for HBO. Your name is on the front of the goddamn box, and you're not giving it to me. So anyway, that's my, that's my horror story. If, let me hear yours. If you can top my story, 619-924-9874, I will give you a $50 gift card to Moonshine, and I will let Joe Quillen be, be, be the, uh, the judge and, ex, and uh, jury on if, I am, um, if your story beats mine. All right? I, I, don't, I don't think it's going to beat mine, to be honest with you. Well, I had three. That's it. My brother bailed. My dad bailed. Just like my life. My, my brother bailed. My dad bailed. My whole family bailed. Thank God for my mom. My mom comes down. God bless her soul. She comes down, and she gives me all, you know, you know how moms are. You know, Italian moms, they take care of you. You got all this stuff. And uh, she helped me out so much. Joe, you can't, she, people saying they can't hear you at all. How is that possible? Talking to Mike. Refresh the page. Just refresh the pages. I'm telling you, it's not Joe. It is almost up. It's going to be up your ass pretty soon if you don't start performing here. Doug McGregor's saying it. No one can hear. I don't understand what's going on here. Let's try it one more time. How about that, everybody? You guys a little better now? How about now, Joe? Say it again. Say something again, Joe. Can you hear me now? I bet they can hear you now. It's possible. There you go. Even though uh, that guy went to Sprint instead of where we were, before, where he was before, where I may be working at. What the hell are you talking about? You know the, you know the can you hear me now guy? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to mention the name in case somebody... Oh, uh, okay. No problem. We're well, moving on. Anyway. We've got Dr. Catfish Charlie chiming in at 7.30. He's, got, he's working with his dad tonight. So he's like salt in the roads because apparently we've had a touch of like, you know, so much freaking rain and snow and sleet and freezing over temperatures that no one can go anywhere in here in Philadelphia. So Charlie's out there icing the roads to make sure that we can... Uh... All right. Sounds better. Great, guys. Um, thank you for letting us know. So... Charlie's making sure that everyone can get back and forth to work yeah. tomorrow, which is a good thing. He's doing God's work. Exactly. So, Alliance of American Football. 
what the hell is it, right? Exactly. People are like, is it a farm system for the NFL? No. Is it a G, like the G League for the N, for the M, for the NBA? No. This is basically like a developmental developmental league for like quarterbacks and offensive linemen is what it really is. Right. But there's and again, it's it's in its infancy, and there's only eight teams, and there's some notable players and coaches on these guys, and we're going to go into some of those players as well. And the first weekend goes on. Joe, these guys are playing football, man. Yes, these they guys are. are hitting. Yeah, I saw the only highlight I saw was a Twitter post where the defensive lineman decleated the quarterback yes. on a hit. And in the NFL, that's a 15 yard penalty and a fine and everything else. Mm-hmm. This new league, play on. Yeah, but it was but it was a solid hit though. Exactly. It was a great hit. And he and you know, remember remember the uh the the series jacked up on ESPN? Yeah. You know, that was that but that was a clean hit. It was a series exactly. of clean hit, it would have made jacked up. So here's the teams, ready? So you got the Arizona Hot Shots. These are like the names of like, you know, minor league baseball team. Yeah. Arizona Hot Shots, the Atlanta Legends, the Birmingham Iron, the Memphis Express. I kind of like that. The Orlando Apollos. Really? The Salt Lake Stallions. No, uh, no offense to Rocky. Uh, the San Antonio Commanders. Commanders. Commanders, whatever. I can't see. And the San Diego Fleet. The Fleet Enemas? I guess. Whatever. But there's some notable players here in this link, ready? And coaches as well. So you got the Arizona Hot Shots, Rick Neuheisel. Hopefully he doesn't make any uh, pools during the season. No, well, hopefully. Well, come on, Joe. That's, that's not right, man. That's not right. Um, the Atlanta Legends. Uh, let's see here. Aaron Murray, former Georgia Bulldog, seventh-round right. draft pick. Matt Sims, Stephen Hill, former wide receiver in the NFL. Uh, the Birmingham Iron. Uh, Blake Sims, who I interviewed. Uh, during the college national championship, former Alabama I remember quarterback, that. Scott Tolzien, Trent Richardson. Remember Trent Richardson, number three overall pick in the draft by the Cleveland Browns. And then all of a sudden, doesn't, doesn't, can't find a lane to run through after his rookie yeah. year. Goes to Oakland in a black hole and is never heard from again. But then he goes out in the first game and scores two touchdowns. Even though he had a three-yard uh, three average for this. That's okay. He still scored then, two touchdowns. And you can still hear people, fantasy owners from years past, screaming, Ah, you motherfucker. And that's something that he said to the referee because he spiked the ball into the, into the crowd and he got a 15-yard penalty because those footballs are all chipped. Yes, yes. And then you have the Birmingham Iron. Uh, I, I'm sorry, but I just mentioned that. Blake Sims, the quarterback for them, uh, Trent Richardson. Is one of the running backs. The Memphis Express. Mike Singletary is the coach. I want winners. And you got him over there in Memphis, Mike. Christian Hackenberg, former Penn State. Uh, both both sides. I guess both, both sides. The lines are ducking yeah. when he throws the ball. Zach Mettenberger, Zach Stacy, another another uh, running back in the way. And then Chris Givens, who showed a lot of promise at the pro level, but never really panned out. He was one of those sleepers, quote unquote sleepers yeah. on fantasy drafts many years. Uh, Orlando Apollo, Steve Spurrier. Is the coach. All right, so he doesn't go too far from the swamp. He moves up exactly. into the Disney World ca- category. Garrett Gilbert, the quarterback. Stephen Morris, another one. And Frankie Hammond as, at wide receiver. Again, this is a virtual who's who of who the F yeah. is that guy, right? And you get the Salt Lake State. Coach Darren, Dennis Erickson back in the league yep. to coach the Salt Lake Stallions. And Matt Asiata, who was a, uh, a touchdown vulture back there in Minnesota just a year ago, uh, heading up the, the running back core for... The Stallions. Team San Antonio, the Commanders, is David Cobb at running back, Dow Ritson at running back, and then the San Diego Fleet, Mike Martz, former um, 
Rams. Rams coach and offensive coordinator over there. But the quarterback there is Josh Johnson. We all remember Josh Johnson. And Bishop Sankey, who uh, had a cup of coffee with Tennessee Titans. Yes, he did. And it was a nice little running back there. Now, again, this is a 10-week, 40-game regular season. All right? Uh, it's going to be on CBS All Access. You can catch it every single weekend. Now, is this thing going to stick around for a while? I don't know. All I know is you can uh, – Paul Ferreira checking on Facebook Live. What up? I, all I know is, is that if you can bet on it, it'll survive. And, but I, I will promise you one thing. I ain't doing no damn AAF fantasy football. I ain't doing it, Joe. Nope. I ain't got time for that. All right? I'm not breaking down two leagues at the same time. David Price says Tiki Barber called him the commandos. It's <laughs> pretty funny. But again, the AAF, first weekend, Joe, did you catch any of it? No. It's a good job out of you, buddy. I forgot it was on. Me too. That's, that's what it is. Now, again, a lot of the diehard football fans who are looking for football year-round, this is the alternative for them. Exactly. It's, uh, it's no longer the no-fun league where there's flags thrown every single play. There's a lot of guys out there who are trying to make a name for themselves and guys who have been in the league who are no longer able to play at the NFL level because teams just cut them and let them go. And this is what I love about this league because the average NFL career lasts like 3.1 years. It's yeah. like pi. It's like 3.14, yeah. whatever it is, right? And then they just – and the, the thing about the NFL is that the contracts aren't guaranteed. No. So they can just cut you, do whatever you want. Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter. They treat you like garbage is what it is, okay? So – this league, though, allows you can, you can now go there because a lot of these guys, they leave, they leave college. They don't have the degrees to do anything else in life after football, right? Exactly. But they're no longer good enough to play in the NFL. But now they have a place they can go and they can play and earn a living. I think each, everybody's making like $75,000 a year. Yeah. I think the most contra- contract you can get is three years, like $250,000. Um, and it gives guys a chance to showcase. And some guys even a chance to get back into the league, which is, which is important for me to see because, again – Look, look, look what, look what, all right, put it this way. Look what C.J. Anderson did. Yeah. Right? Look what C.J. Anderson did for the, for, the, uh, for the Los Angeles Rams in February. He was probably the greatest February call-up in the history yeah. of the NFL, yeah. right? Now, good for him. He really knew anything in the Super Bowl because, you know, that helped me kind of win Nobody some cash, did. which is a good thing. But if you're able to go ahead and take a peek at some of these guys during the regular season and maybe they can make a roster for you and help you out, I mean, it's a good thing. Yeah. You know, it's a good thing. Forget about this. Like, it's not going to be like a supplemental draft kind of a thing. You're not going to see them poach, poaching away from the college players, so don't worry about that. This is just gives someone a chance to watch football all year long and gives the rest of these guys who have been exiled from the NFL. Like Blake Sims. Blake Sims was, a was you know, all-American quarterback at Alabama. Yes, he was. Right? Guy wins a national freaking championship, okay? Gets drafted by the Atlanta Falcons. They want to turn him into a cornerback because he's not big. They say he's not the prototypical quarterback in the NFL. They want to turn him into a cornerback. He's not a cornerback. So he can't make it there. But enter the AAF, and now he has a chance to at least have a career playing professional football on a level which he's more than capable of doing, just not enough positions available in the NFL. There's only 32 teams. Exactly. Now, will there be more? Now, again, these these are in cities that, um, you know, again, Birmingham, Alabama. Mostly, San Antonio. Most, I mean, mostly college cities. These are mostly college cities. Something else for these guys. Orlando. I mean, sports in Orlando make no sense. They really don't. Salt Lake. Really? I'm hoping for a snow game there. San Diego gets a team because, well, the Chargers leave. Yeah. 
right? There's nobody left there to play. So, to, you know, they, they get at least to get a team. But is anybody going to follow San Diego, the San Diego fleet? I don't, I don't, th- I don't think so. I don't yeah. know. I give, this, I give this league, you got to give it three years. It's the same thing with a draft pick, right? You don't know until the third year. Because the first year, it's kind of like, oh, what is this? You know, yeah. like, what the hell is this new stuff going on here? And the second year, it's like, oh, all right, well, I guess it's still on. I mean, I'll check it out or whatever. And by the third year, it's either people like it or they don't, and it's gone. And I think the best thing about the way that this, the schedule is set up for this first season, you do not have two games playing at the same time. You have one game at 2 o'clock, one at 8 o'clock on Saturday, and the same on Sunday. You can have yes. a whole audience watch the game as opposed to splitting it up between two different markets. The pro- and, and I agree with that, and that, that's the beauty of it, the way the scheduling worked out. But the thing is, is that the thing that's going to hurt them is the notoriety. Nobody knows the players. Nobody knows these guys. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, no one's really going to tune in to watch Trent Richardson try to rebuild his career. And people are saying it's not, like, it's not it, it, I mean, listen, when you watch the NFL, you're watching professional football at its finest, right? I mean, you're watching wide rec- the, the best wide receivers in the world, the best quarterback play in the world. Well, iffy. But you're watching all, all this great stuff. And people are saying, like, are you really going to get the same product watching the AAF. From what I saw, the last the little bit, it looked like football to me. It did. It looked like football to me. So if anybody else called at 619-924-9874, uh, I want you to chime in. Don't forget, I want to hear your, uh, your moving horror stories. All right? It's for a $50 gift card to Moonshine. Antonio Brown, like I said, he, he requests a trade. Someone's going to pony up for Antonio. The Pittsburgh Steelers have to get rid of it. have to trade him at this point. I don't think... Th- <sighs> I don't know if the Steelers, like, the, the, their old-fashioned way of doing things, you know, the whole, like, fan base, it's the whole lunch pail, blue-collar kind of a thing. Antonio Brown's a flashy guy. It's a wide receiver. It's what he does. Before that, they had Heinz Ward, who was, like, the working man's wide receiver, exactly. right? So exit Heinz Ward, enter in this new wave guy like Antonio Brown, who is legit. I mean, honestly, God, truth, he is the best wide receiver in football. He runs the best routes, arguably the best hands, makes every damn catch. I, he's unbelievable. And... But he's flashy, yeah. right? He's flashy. He's throwing football to Ben Roethlisberger's feet, who's the franchise there. So he can't do that. So he has ill will in the locker room. But I don't think that the uh, – and the fans kind of, like, knock him and all this stuff. Like, I don't think the fans there really kind of appreciate how great of a player he is because of the fact that he is – he's not the prototypical Pittsburgh Steeler type. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, Jerome Bettis was bigger than life, but he was – you couldn't hear him out there in Pittsburgh. He, got, he, got, he really, like, toned it down, right? Guys like Plexico Burris and, um, again, Roethlisberger, you know, aside from the rape and stuff like that, you really didn't really hear much from him. And the motorcycle accident. And the motorcycle. Yeah, but that's, you know, the motorcycle accident is kind of like, you know, kind of secondary to the whole rape yeah. thing. You know, alleged, alleged, alleged. Alleged. And then, uh, again, Kareem Hunt signs with the Cleveland Browns, so they get strong. And someone was going to do it. Now, ethically, it's a shit move, right? It's a shit move. But football-wise, yeah, second-year Pro Bowl running back. I mean, Kareem Hunt was one of the top ten running backs in the league and probably would have been top five this year, no doubt about it, if it wasn't for, again, the incident that he had. And, and some, it was going to be – it was only a matter of time. It wasn't like Ray Rice. Like, you know, Ray Rice, when, when he had his incident, he was 27 years old, right? He was already in the league for a few years. Again, Super Bowl champion, great player, Pro Bowler, right? Uh, but again, 27 is a little different than 24. Yeah. Not a lot of miles on those legs, okay? And Cleveland is a team who is hungry, right? And they are a team that's emerging. You look at um, uh, 
Jesus. But you look at Baker Mayfield. Yeah. They made the right choice going to get Baker Mayfield because, again, he's got that leadership that they needed. He's got that swagger on the field that they need. He's got that win, that winner's mentality. And even if it's not a winner's mentality, at least he shows it, right? He doesn't let you see that other side. Uh, and, again, Nick Chubb is a home run hitter. Yeah. Right. They got the wide receiver core a little bit straight. Now, Jarvis Landry was a nice little pickup for them. They'll do some more work in the draft. They built a nice little defense out there. Okay. Why not add another weapon, right? I mean, they were right there. Yeah, exactly. You know, and Kareem Hunt, again, as an every down back in the NFL. Okay. He's a stud running back. He's a shit human being for what he did. Again, I'm not trying to judge. I, that's another thing, too. I've been seeing a lot of people like on social media. It's all they do is judge, right? A judge away, judge away, judge away. They say, well, I wouldn't do this, and I wouldn't do that, and if you do this, you're that, and if you do this, you're that. And I'm just like, do you look in the mirror? Do you see Mother Teresa looking back at you? Mm-hmm. Right? If, if, like, if you've never, if you've never, you can't judge someone if you've never walked in their shoes, and you can't walk in their shoes because they're not your shoes. Exactly. You have no idea, right? You're just judging away on a social platform, and people who don't know any better are commenting alongside of it. I, I, need to make, I need to make this simple and clear. And I'm, not, I'm no mathematician, okay? I'm no Will Hunting over here. But ignorance, okay, ignorance does not equal intelligence. Exactly. Okay? So before you start to que- question, uh, you can always question, but before you start to comment and or judge, get your facts straight. Okay? Get your facts straight. And the word empathy goes a long way, by yes. the way. All right? Because it's a cold world out there, and uh, a lot of people need a blanket, and everyone's just ready to freaking suffocate them instead with their uh, judgmental ways. So exactly. I'm just, saying, I'm just saying that. Just throwing it out there. Uh, and then Harper Machado. So here's a fun thing, right? So, again, we're going all over the place with this. So Bryce Harper, Manny Machado, last two big free agents, right? They're still – I mean, pitchers and catchers are getting ready to report. Some of them already Some are already there, Okay. But yeah, Bryce Harper and Manny Machado have yet to ink a deal with the major league team. Now, again, there's whispers about them going to here, there. Now, all of a sudden, the San Francisco Giants are emerging, someone with Harper. A little less steam on Machado. Some of that is starting to die down because of the fact of, you know, teams, you know, listen, what he did out there in L.A., it's not like people forgot. You know, he half-assed it a little bit. Again, exactly. again he's a great talent, but that stuff doesn't fly at the major league level. Especially in Philadelphia. Especially in Philadelphia. All right. Now, Bryce Harper, on the other hand, he's been here. He went axe throwing right here in Philadelphia. Did the whole little thing. Um, we didn't find out what kind of cheesesteak he likes, though. Did we find out? Did we, did we get any of that? Any, no, any, uh, 6106, I'm sorry, 619-9249. For anybody found out what, uh, what kind of cheesesteak Bryce Harper prefers, please call in and let me know uh, so we can make sure we get him out there to him to kind of continue to entice him to get here to Philadelphia. So he's here, and these guys want these 10-year deals, Right. I don't think it's, it's going to happen again. Now, it doesn't behoove any, any organization whatsoever to sign anyone to 10 years. Now, again, you remember Albert Pujols gets a 10-year deal, right. big money. They knew the Angels knew they were going to eat the last, like, five years of this thing, right? Now, again, it turns out Pujols had a nice little year last year. He's got a little bit of gas in the tank, but we all know the last three or four years, the Angels are on the hook for, like, I don't know, $109 million or whatever else they yeah. owe. And they're going to they're gonna have to eat that, but they were hoping to win a World Series in the time he was there. I don't know what the hell they want. I mean, apparently 10 years, $350 million is what's going out there, right? Yeah. I'm hearing things of, like, no one's offering that money. I'm hearing more along the lines of 
and I'll, I'll, I'll say the cliche thing, my sources within are saying it's more along the six, seven-year range. Okay. Which is what I would be looking at, okay? Because no one wants to get hitched, wants to hitch their wagon to someone for 10 years again. Now, again, Harper and Machado are both young enough that after, these, after this contract goes up, they still can go out there and get another two, three-year deal and make some yes. good money. The thing is, though, is they want that guaranteed all that $350 million. No organization is going to give that to them. I'm here in six, seven years around 28 per, 29 right. per, right? Which comes out to, so if you're doing seven years at, let's just say, $30 million, you're looking at 210, right? If I'm, the, if I'm the Phillies or any other team, right, you want to get this thing done, you want to overpay, you want to make these guys happy, what I think is now, I think it should be more along the lines of other sports. We go five-year max deal, uh, five years, $40 million. That's $200 million guaranteed dollars. After that's over, Bryce will be 30, I think, right? 30? 31, 32. He'll be 31, 32. Still in the prime of his career there. He can go make another five-year contract. He'll get his, it's not going to be $30 million, but you're getting five years, $200 million, done and done. That's it. If I'm a major league team, I'm not marrying anyone for 10 years. Right. I'm not doing it. For five years, I can guarantee that I'm going to get five years of productivity out of that player. And if not, worst case scenario, say he only gives me three, craps out the last two, at least he only gave me three and crapped out on two and not seven more after it. Exactly. You know what I mean, Joe? You hear me? Yeah, I hear you. All right. So again, so do you agree with that? Like, you just, just basically cutting that guarantee in half of, of 10 years to five years and just upping the salary. I mean, to me, that yeah. makes the most sense. Yeah, I think, I think the one thing with the baseball owners is... Sorry, I'm texting Charlie. No, Go no ahead. problem. They're always judging uh, Pujols, who was 32, I think, Robinson Cano, which was about the same range where they ended up going where they would, their final year would be when they're 41, 42, 43 years old. These, these two players, Machado and Harper, are a special case because they're both 26 years old. And next year with Mike Trout, possibly, it's the same thing where... 26, 27 years old as opposed to 31, 32, 33 getting that crazy contract. But okay. but I can see your point of doing five years, but that's why you always that's why you always get um, an opt-out clause in the contract where you can opt out after four and seven years, let's say. Right, and that's exactly right. You can go to the player and go, okay, we got the year four. I'm hitting 35 and 120, right? Yeah. Let's kick in. Let's 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 renegotiate this thing, and we can extend from there. Exactly, and and that's perfect. That's exactly what you want. But to, to just lock in for ten years, and then these guys, you know what they do? Ten year contract, right? Three hundred fifty million dollars. You're gonna tell me that that Manny Machado doesn't strike you as a guy who can just like start resting on his laurels, who's made his money. He looks like he he looks like the player that you sign him, and in four years he gains like seventy pounds, right? And he becomes like Andres Galarraga. At the end. Or Pablo Sandoval. Or Pablo Sandoval, who's basically ate himself out of the league, right? And, and we got some laughs coming there who know who Pablo <laughs> Sandoval is, right? I never, I, I've never met a vegan who weighed three-plus bills. Except, well, Prince Fielder. Yeah. Prince Fielder. He's a vegan who, ate, who weighed over 300 pounds. You want to know why? You want to know why he was? Why? Because there's no meat in Butterfingers. That's why. <laughs> all right? That's why. Jesus, man. Speaking of Butterfingers, let's go to my boy... Uh, Dr. Catfish Charlie out there. He's, he's, he's brining the roads. He's brining the roads out there so you people stay safe. Charlie? 
I wouldn't call them roads, Luigi. I would say uh, parking lots and sidewalks. Parking lots and sidewalks. Is that what you're doing? Oh, you're into that big industrial stuff. Yeah, right? that's what I do. Oh, all, right. Well, all right. No, 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 no. Like parking or uh, like apartment complexes. We have three of them. Oh, oh but good for you. Do. That's good for you. You want to come down and do mine, too? Yeah. yeah. There, oh, yo, get us the contract. There's a lot in Northeast Philly. I'm not doing it anymore, though. It's just me and my brother. But, I mean, we need money. I hear you, man. It's, it's I hear you. White gold that's supposed to fall from the sky, but it's great cash, homie. I hear you, buddy. I hear you. Now, listen. So, Charlie's on the phone right now. Mm-hmm. Dr. Catfish Charlie calls in every single week with the Tuesday 10s, questions he comes up with through the course of his day, and then we answer them. I have no idea what the hell they are. Charlie has no idea what the hell they are. He wakes up in the morning and they just come to him. All right? No. I got I'll uh, bring the hell out of these things. Charlie, I got Joe Quillen with me tonight. <laughs> what up? All right, you know Joe. I hear that. And, uh, Joe he, just dropped some major knowledge on us. He did. No one understands what the hell he was talking about, but he did, he did drop knowledge. I don't I, understand myself either half the time. <laughs> All right, Chuck. Now, all right. Everything else is good, right? You good? Jess is good. Oh yeah, dude. Um, yeah, I've been having fun, man. Have you guys been having fun? I'm having a great time, Charlie. Have you heard the opening statements of the show? My apartment move was a completely disaster. I had a freaking I had bubonic plague and Ooh. HIV. I beat them both. All right. <laughs> I, 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 I've literally I've been sick for a week. I'm working eighty hours. All right. And I haven't seen my psychologist in two weeks. I'm doing fucking great, Charles. Great. <laughs> oh, all right, let's get you healthy. Thank you, buddy. You ready? Mm-hmm. These will help. These will be a little bit of medication for Rock you. Rock and roll, Chuck. All right. Should a bullied kid be treated differently in a vandalism case than a kid who wasn't bullied? So say they do the same crime. Should they pay the same crime? Uh, so are you are you basically uh, saying is eye for an crime? eye legal? Like would that be legal? To have yeah. like an eye for an eye. The ball so, depends. Like, you so, have two different kids. One's bullied, one's not. They do the same thing. Say they spray paint something on a car. Mm-hmm. One was bullied, the other was not. Should they? Nah, the I mean spray. Time? I mean, yeah, they got to me. The crime is the crime, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I know they say you got to be bigger mm-hmm. than that. You got to be better. By the way, did you hear that story of that freaking just despicable human being of a freaking girl? Who finally got a who got who finally got arraigned? Oh, I hate her. Who went fifteen? She, so this chick, right? So a couple years ago, uh, they were in high school. This girl and this and this guy, and the 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 boyfriend of this girl was in his pickup truck, and he's like completely depressed, and he's, he's he wants to like kill himself, right? And they're going back and forth through text messages, and she's over there telling him, "Do it, like you're right there at the end. It's so just go ahead and do it. Kill yourself. It's fine. Just go. Like she's basically egging him on to do it." And this guy basically fills his car up with carbon dioxide and kills himself, and, and he's dead. She got 15 months. That's it. Is that all? That's all she got. Four years later, she got 15 months. She should have been put in jail for fucking murder. Murder. Exactly. You got you to see the text messages. And I'm t- you're talking about someone who's been on the other end of that. I've been in that car. I've been on that fucking phone, dude. Luckily, I didn't yeah. get to that point, but we're talking... If you read the reports and you read the text messages that were put out by this girl, dude, it is absolutely just, it makes you want to throw up. It makes you physically, and then go back and watch the tape. Watch the tape of her face in court. It looked like she didn't even have a care in the world. She didn't even give a shit. She didn't even care. Pathetic. It's absolutely pathetic. It's absolutely pathetic. Now, 
I went out there and I went a little crazy on social media about it, right? And I said some bad words. And it's okay, though, because she is exactly what I called her. And she deserves everything that she got. She should, there should be no reason why she didn't get anything short of the, of the death penalty. Or at least life in prison. Yeah. That kid, that kid was crying out to her, right? All she had to do was just, I don't know, maybe not say anything. Just stop talking to him altogether. Instead, she basically was telling him, go ahead. You can do it. Yeah. You can do it. Yeah, that's, that's just the same as killing. You're aiding murder. I mean, it's murder one, man. Yeah. It's murder one. So, no, I don't. I, so, no, Charlie, I, I don't believe that if, uh, if you're bullied, if someone spray paints on my car, that uh, I should go back there and spray paint on their car to make it even. Although I do believe a firm ass whooping is definitely in play. <laughs> All right. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Time what out. Her, hold on, Charlie. Hold on. Time her, her attorney. Are you ready for this piece of shit? Her attorney. Oh, I've heard this. Shit. Is arguing freedom of speech. Let's get this right. People have this misconception of freedom of speech. They think that you can say anything you want. You can. Nope. However, however, there are repercussions to you saying everything you want. Like when she said that to him, it caused a fucking murder. It caused him to sue to take his life. You can't just say whatever you want and have no, no responsibility, no ownership for what you've said. I can stand here on this behind this microphone and scream every obscenity, every racial slur, call anybody anything I want because I have the right to do so. And then they have the right to retaliate. You can't just say whatever you want without repercussion. People have this misconception of freedom of speech. It's not how it works. It's not supposed to work that no. way. That's not the way our forefathers wrote it. That's not the way we're reading it. Get your shit straight. These people take the Constitution and all of our rights, and they have no idea what they mean. They have no idea how they're supposed to work. It's, it's, it's ridiculous, man. None whatsoever. This, how the... I don't even, I understand defense attorneys will do anything, right? You have to, right? But you're arguing yeah. freedom of speech when your client, your client had it, uh, an obviously, the, 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 the kid was obviously mentally troubled. He was emotionally distraught. They were romantic partners. Yeah. She knew his situation. She knew how he was. This wasn't the first time this happened. It never is. And then she literally goaded him into killing himself because he had no control of his mental capacity. It's not like it's a choice, man. It's a chemical imbalance. Yeah. It's not like it's like wake up in the morning and you're going to feel okay every single... No, no, this is a daily fight. That kid was struggling. That kid was suicidal. That kid needed help. And she helped him to kill himself. Freedom of speech? To this attorney, whoever the hell you are, fuck you. There's your freedom of speech. I hope you die, and I hope your whole family fucking dies in the worst death possible, okay? Because that's what you should get for defending this cunt, because that's exactly what she is. Pardon my French. Yep. Sorry. Not you, not the lovely waitress here at Moonshot. She's fantastic. 
They're all fantastic. I'm sorry, Charlie. This was supposed to be a good time, and instead, it turns no. into this. We're not supposed to be talking politics on the show. They're taking it to the Supreme Court. Did you see that? Fucking, I, I, hate, that, I hate that bitch, man. I, I'm with you. All right. What should happen to teachers who dish out large punishments and they were wrong? Teachers who dish out large punishments and were wrong. What do you mean? So, like, if a teacher says, like, um, you're suspended for three weeks. suspends a kid. Yeah, and then it winds up the kid was yeah, but in the often, clear. Often, see, more often than not, though, the kid's usually wrong. I mean, yeah. the teachers are never really – I mean, the teachers are, yeah. are, are, are rarely wrong. And the reason why is because <laughs> – you know what? Are, what, are you, what are kids getting? What are kids getting suspended for? For fighting, right? For acting out in class, yeah. right? For talking back to yeah. the teacher, for being disrespectful. Now, every once in a while, there's a kid who had, um, you know, a kid who would try to jump in and defend someone else, right? Or try to break up the fight, right? Or uh, I don't know. Jimmy said the f word, but she pointed to Billy, and Billy got suspended, right? I, I don't think anything should happen. I mean, nothing's going to happen to an NFL referee when he misses a call, right? Nothing. Nothing, right? So nothing should happen to the teacher either. Teachers have a hard enough job, dude, just trying to keep these kids in check. You see the kind of kids that are out there in classrooms today, Charlie? I couldn't be a a teacher today. I I would fuck a kid up. I'm not kidding, dude. I am not kidding. I I couldn't do it. I I worked private security for the Philadelphia public school system. All right. I broke up more fights on a daily basis than Mills Lane did in his entire career as a freaking boxing referee. There's no way. Yeah, I, w- I, w- I was originally going to be a teacher, and I changed my mind. It's a good job out of you, Joe. Jen Math- uh, Jenna Mahaffey on Facebook Live says, I had a guy write on social media. He was going to gut me like a fish, and the cops told me Facebook is freedom of speech. Literally told me they wouldn't do anything to a guy saying when he caught me out, he'd gut me like a fish. And because of freedom of speech, nothing happened. It's complete BS. Well, I mean, maybe. I'm just saying, if I was a defense attorney, I would say maybe that this guy, you know how some people are colorblinded? Maybe right. this guy was just like, he was fish blinded. And maybe he just right. saw in fish. So whenever he saw you, he probably thought like you were some great catch and that he was going to take you home and, and cook you up with a nice like a... Uh, or the banfish. Or maybe a banfish or something like that. Maybe a nice little demi-gloss or something. You know, it was nice. <laughs> I'm just saying, this is what defense attorneys do, man. How do you argue freedom of speech? Freedom of speech, man? That's fucking murder, dude. Exactly. That, mi- that person's yeah, mind wasn't, wasn't right. That mind's easy to manipulate it. Yeah. I mean, if, 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 if I, when, when I went through that, if the person on the other end was like, kill yourself, I probably would have. Not kidding. I'm not kidding. Anyway, Charlie, go ahead. You really ruined this goddamn show, Chuck. I was All coming right. back there after a three-week hiatus. I was happy. I'm in a good mood. Just spilled stuff on me. Who would be the most fun to caddy for? And not a professional golfer. I mean anyone. Bill Murray, hands down. Exactly. Did you see that today? Or I have another. Did you get that in your email box? No, I didn't. Was I supposed to get something in my email box? Win a chance to to caddy for Bill Murray. Yeah, I think Bill Murray would be the best one. The only other guy. Yeah, you can win a chance, Luigi. I don't even, I don't know. I'm more of a doer. You know, I'm going to walk around holding someone's yeah, grown-ass man, dude. You think I'm going to walk around holding someone's bag? Come on, dude. Got more respect than that. True. I'm not holding Bill Murray's bag. <laughs> the only other guy I can think of that I would personally want to hear is Frank Caliendo, because I want to hear, like, all the voices uh, before and after every shot. Yeah, before. Well, I, 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 so I was hanging out with Frank, 
And Frank's call. I'm going to get Frank to call in soon, too. And he's coming to park soon. Yeah, he's coming. And we'll, be, we'll probably go up there and see him. Joe, you know, I'm going to have to take you up there, man. Because we went to go see him when he was at, um, at Punchline. But he didn't, do the, uh, he didn't do the Al Pacino. Yeah. So at the like, did you ever see that the greatest bit ever was, uh, remember Mad TV? Anybody ever watching Mad TV? It was like skit comedy. No, I loved Mad TV. Mad TV. Yeah. So it was Frank Caliendo and Will Sasso, right? And Will Sasso and, and Frank Caliendo did this bit where it was Robert De Niro and Al Pacino going to a, 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 an ice cream shop. And they were going to go buy ice cream. Did you ever see this, Joe? I didn't see that. Episode. You never saw that one? You got to go on YouTube and look it up. And you got to, uh, you know what? I'm going to play some of it. After, after, after we get done with the Tuesday 10, I'll play, I'll play something. Go okay. ahead, Charles. All right, number four. What three living religious icons are the most divine in your opinion? Jesus, man. Um, nah, he died yeah. on the cross. See, at least Joe got it. It was funny. Three religious, uh, dude. Ah, uh, gosh. Charlie, uh, <sighs> you know, man, I, I don't really keep up on the current events or current like, religious. Personally, I go the Pope. Oh, the Pope, yeah. I mean, yeah. you got to go maybe Cardinal Bebelacqua. You know, yeah. <laughs> Cardinal Bebelacqua. I would go Dom, Dalai Lama, and then I'd go like Bebelacqua or someone. Yeah, like I mean, that, Mother Teresa know? was my was my goat, but she passed away. But, but you know, you but you know what you say to the Dalai Lama, right? What? Hello, Dolly. Joe, if there was anyone else here right now, I'd ask you to leave. <laughs> Jesus, man. That, that, was, that was bad, dude. People just, eight people just dropped off. <sighs> Charlie's finding that really funny right now. Anyway, so go ahead. I just knew, I knew that joke was coming. It was bad. It was bad, dude. It was bad. It was bad. All right, come on. Keep it rolling. All right, number five. Name an occasion when it's, it's, uh, when it's okay to drink a gallon of Gatorade. An occasion when it's okay to drink a gallon of Gatorade? Oh, maybe yeah. I'm running a freaking marathon through Kenya. You drink a, you drink a gallon of Gatorade. I Charlie, drank one in the last 24 hours. You drank a man. gallon of Gatorade in the last 24 hours? You should, did you basically did you run a marathon in Kenya? I'll, you can't no, be that. The, well, you yeah. can't handle that many electrolytes. It's impossible. The human body is not meant to function on that many electrolytes. Back and forth from the toilet, I had to, man. I get it, man. But I was running a marathon. Yeah, I know you got to spike the sodium levels up and everything, Chuck. But still, it's just it's not healthy, buddy. It's not healthy. What color did you go to? What was the go to? What would you go to? You got to go lemon lime. Yeah, lemon lime. I'm a traditionalist when it comes to the to the Gatorade. I'm not into that whole like blue freeze and all that yeah. crap. You know what I miss? What do you like? You uh, remember the iced tea Gatorade in like about 20 years ago? Yeah, yeah. it was it was that. only out for a short amount of time. Yeah, yeah the iced tea Gatorade. They, I used to work at a supermarket. We couldn't keep it on the shelves. That's because you were drinking it all. Either that or Charlie was in the house. Well, I was in the house, man. I hear you, brother. No, man, I had. But no, there is no reason why you should be drinking a gallon of Gatorade. Either well. Nah, man, you can't be that drunk. You got it's, it's a lot of Gator, a gallon of Gatorade. A lot of Gatorade, man. Dude, I had to. Man. It's a thirst quencher, not a miracle cure. <laughs> All right, Charlie. Next. Question. All right, you ready for the next one? Please. All right. Who makes the best cracker? What company? Whoa, the whoa, best whoa, cracker. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, define cracker. Yeah. Man. The fine cracker I mean, because different types. 
It's just the, the question is who makes I the mean, best cracker? Saltine. Yeah, saltine. Joe. Saltine's overrated. The saltine is overrated. I think it's flimsy. It doesn't hold the consistency. It doesn't have the body you want in a cracker. I, th- I think cracker has got to got to be a stable surface for whatever you put on the cracker, right? Or it needs to stand alone. Because a saltine, you can only stomach like two crackers, right? And for the most part, you're putting them in soup, right? I feel that the best cracker, and I, you stay with me on this, Joe. Now, the, the, I think the Trisket is garbage. Because whatever you put on the Trisket, it gets ruined because you're trying to chew through the, to, through the Trisket. It's like eating like a, like a, it's like basically putting your face into a wet pile of, like, like a, a bale of hay, right? It's disgusting. Horses won't even eat it. I feel the best cracker is the Wheat Thin. The Wheat Thin is the Ooh. best cracker ever. That's what I go with, the Club Cracker. The Club Cracker from... By Keebler. From, from, by Keebler? Eh, yeah, it's the one you get with the cheese tray and everything. But the, but the Wheat Thin, the Wheat Thin has the proper crunch, the consistency you need, right? It's got the durability to hold up to anything you put on top of it. And it's got the cleanest taste. So I believe the Wheat Thin is hands down... Head and shoulders above any other cracker. It is the it is the it is what crackers should aspire to be. That's what I think. Mm. As you can see, Joe. Wow. I'm, as you can see, Charlie. I'm very uh, I'm very passionate about my crackers, and I'm not talking about just white people either. Right? I, I can see that. I didn't even see you going that way. Cracker. I thought you were going to go Ritz, man. Nah, man. Ritz is for gazy, bro. Crap. Forget forget that. It's all salt. It's all crap. It's all butter and salt, man. You need. Yeah. People need to wake up, man. I hear you. I hear you. Next question. All right. Going along with that question, number seven. What's the best cracker topper? The best cracker topper? I got to go cheese, right? I mean, cheese, right? Yeah. Uh, You can't get peanut butter, man. Peanut butter. Yeah, peanut butter is good. Peanut butter is quiet. I'm known for taking the, I'm taking the wheat that I'm going right in the peanut butter jar, but it's cheese. Yeah. The cheese, cheese is on top of the cracker all day long, man. I don't want to put no meat on there. I don't want to put any kind of like uh, any jellies or anything like that. I just want to go straight cheese. That's it. Don't mess around too much. Don't get all crazy well, with it. That disappoints for number eight, Luigi. I disappoint number nine, number ten too, probably. Good. What meat is best with crackers and cheese? Dude, are you having like a white day with all these cracker freaking questions, man? So what meat goes be- goes oh, best dude, with crackers and crackers cheese, right? <laughs> the charcuterie, man. You got to go with like a nice hard salami. You know, forget the pepperoni. By the way, the pepperoni's like it's that's real like crap. If if somebody if you walk out somewhere and someone's cutting like that that like the the, the pepperoni stick and they cut it thick, trying to act fancy, go get yourself a nice cup of gold. You know what I mean? Getting us a hard salami. Spend some goddamn money for your guests. All right? Wawa does a nice pepperoni and cheese with No, crackers. Charlie, pepperoni and cheese. Yeah, prosciutto. Something like that. No, 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 no. Charlie, stop, man. You're eating like a 12-year-old. You got, you, got, you got to get away from this pepperoni and just uh, manufactured crap like that you get at Wawa. You got, to get, you got to expand your horizons, man. You got to get yourself a nice charcuterie. And you got to, you got to, you got to sample all the meats, my friend. And that's when you know you're living a good life. Pepperoni, pepperoni's crap. It's crap. It's crap on a cracker. It's exactly what it is. All right? Hard salami. 
And, about, here, and here I would go with pepperoni. You would go with pepperoni because you're just you're no better than Charlie, Joe. Of course not. I miss my Joes. <laughs> Dan Grogan checking. He says that's absolutely right. Damn right. Damn right. I'm still waiting for. I got a couple minutes left in this program. I'm still waiting for somebody to call in and tell me about their horrible moving experience. Six one nine nine two four nine eight seven four. Six one nine nine two four nine seven four. We got somebody here live in the audience who'll be able to tell us about it. And um, if they're better than mine, I got a horrible movie experience. Yeah, but you're disqualified. All right. What number nine? When's the best occasion to pull a prank? The best occasion to pull a prank? Well, it's definitely not April yeah. Fool's Day because everyone's waiting for that. I got my mom good when you're on April exactly. Fool's Day. I got your mom good one day too, buddy. <laughs> Yo. Hey, take it. Sorry, man. Sorry. No, I'm sorry. I know Mrs. Quills and she's an angel. She's a saint. I get it. Now, the best day. The be- you see, you gotta stalk your prey. You can't mm-hmm. just like do it just like on a like you gotta wait for them to like they gotta be having like a good day coming up like something to look forward to, and then you fuck that up. Like that's what you do, <laughs> right? Like say they're getting ready to get like uh, like they're going to buy a brand new car. They're going to like pick up their car from the body shop or whatever. It is. That's when you get the prank going. You get them to switch the cars out, something like that. That's when you pull the really good prank. You gotta wait for the right opportunity to do it in that person's life. Uh, you don't just do stuff on a random day. You gotta, you gotta wait. Patience is key. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. Paul Ferrer says best occasion when they're passed out drunk. Now I'll tell you this right now. Oh, we got somebody. You can't it. mess with people when they're sleeping, man. That's messed up. You don't mess with people when they're sleeping. I'll be drawing like penises on my face and all that nonsense. We, we had a, we had a guy. Is that what happens when like people get raped when they're sleeping? Like when girls get raped, they just wake up. Oh, I was just fucking with you. Is that a prank? Is that a prank? Well, 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 we did. Just saying. Well, we did one time at the at a wedding. The guy passed out, and there were these three girls, and we said, "Come on over, come on over." We had him hold up a sign while he had his head down on the table. We had a big sign that said, "Violate me" on it. Jesus, Joe. Jesus, Joe. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, it's it's great. This This is what happens when you take three weeks off. (laughs) <laughs> and then you got nothing to talk about because you've been freaking busy moving and doing all kinds of other nonsense. And then you have the six stringer sit in it. I got the six, I got, I, got, I went to the back of the bench. This is where you find like forget about like Bobon, right? This is where you this, I went to the Vontigo Cummings of the bench right here. Okay, this is the depths of that you never go to. This is when it's blowout city is when you bring Joe Quillen in. All you right, went to the G League. The G League. Joe, you don't even belong in this league. Yeah, the Gatorade League. I know what league it is. Jesus All Christ, right. Charlie. Just move it along, please. <laughs> will you, or number 10, final one, will you be watching the AAF? And which team is going to be your favorite squad? Well, I won't be watching it religiously. I'll be peeking in every now and again when I'm bored and have absolutely nothing else to do with my life. Um, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hitch my wagon to, let's see here. I don't like Arizona. I got my pick ready. I'll go to that in a second. Hold on. I liked Aaron Murray a little bit when he was in college. I'm going to go with the Birmingham Iron. That's who I'm going with because I'm rooting for my boy Blake Sims out there in Birmingham and Trent Richardson because he was a hell of a back. He really was, man. He just fell off the face of the planet because Cleveland was Cleveland back then and then apparently he couldn't find the right thing to run through. So I'm going with the Birmingham Iron. Go Birmingham! I'm getting all. I'm getting my Birmingham Iron T-shirt, my jersey. Uh, I'm, I might get a replica helmet. I might even make my way out to Birmingham to watch a goddamn game. That's what I'm going to do. 
I have no other reason to go to, Al go to Alabama. Juan from Alabama, our racist, our racist caller from Alabama, he no longer calls in, which is good. But um, I do kind of miss him, though. Yeah, me too. I do kind of miss Juan. If, Juan, if you're out there, call back in, man. I miss your racist ass. So, wait, uh, but I might make the trip down there to Birmingham and go check out my boys live and in person. It only costs me like $9 to get there. Yeah. It's not bad. What you about know, you, Montgomery John? Biscuits in, in, uh, in Alabama. That's why I want to go to Alabama. To go see the Montgomery Biscuits. You just want biscuits. Double Don't lie. Don't lie, Charlie. Double eighteen. Dude, that's what they yo. They shoot them into the stands. The biscuits. So all you want to do, right? you just want to sit in stands and have people just fire biscuits at you at an alarming rate. Is that what you want to no, have? Dude. Like you just like having projectiles yeah, flinged at you while you yo, sit maybe there. We can make that into an event. This is the ultimate fat guy dream right here. I'll tell you that right now. You can sit in the stands <laughs> and just have people just just pepper you with biscuits all game long. It actually doesn't sound Water that bad, beer. to be honest with yeah. you. It doesn't sound that bad. I, I, I should be Free up for food? it. I'll yeah. tell you what, Charlie. We'll yeah, go down. We'll, we'll, do that. You want to do that? You want to road trip it? I'll, I'll, we'll, catch the, we'll catch a little um, a little Birmingham iron. Oh, and, dude, I was thinking we'd just do it there at Moon, Moonshine Philly. Just you want me to get a cannon? I can talk to the Citrus people. I can get the T-shirt cannon out here. And you know what we could do? Big Rube. Big yeah. Rube's fried chicken is here every single Wednesday. Yep. I can get Big Rube to fire his pillows of love, which is what he calls the biscuits, right? Um, you know, Big Rube is famous chicken. Yeah. We can get the fire, the T-shirt the, the cannon full of biscuits directly at your face <laughs> at 800,000 RPM. Dude, I'm all for it. Let's, let's, get, this, let's get the ball rolling. All right, before that. we – I got to lawyer up before this goes down because just in case, all right? And I'm going Orlando here. I'm <laughs> going with the old ball coach. You going with Sparrier? Yeah. With Garrett Gilbert at quarterback and Frankie Hammond? Hey, they even, they even ran the Philly special <laughs> last week. Did they really? They did. I'm so sick of the Philly special. It, it's so beyond jump the shark, man. That's the other thing, too. NFL, everyone in the NFL, FYI, guys, is on vacation right now. Let's take a break. Mm -hmm. Let's take a break from the NFL, all right? So check out some AAF action. Charlie, is that all you got? That's all I got, man. That was 10? Thank you for, uh, that was 10, I guess, adding something to the program, I guess. Appreciate that. Chuck, do I get to see you next week or what, buddy? Yeah, I should be able to. As long as it's not snowing, man. The it's not going to snow. Remember, remember, as our as our, as our buddy as our buddy said in Gone in sixty seconds, it never rains, but it pours, all the time, Charlie. All yes, it does. goddamn time. Yeah. But I'll uh, so remember, <laughs> follow Doctor Catfish Charlie on Twitter at Doctor Catfish Charlie. He'll be posting the uh, the Tuesday ten later on tonight, up on Funk Funk Fantasy. He already posted. He already posted. Wait a minute. Sp are you kidding me? I waited until I asked the question, and I dropped each one right after each one. So as you were, you were asking in live, people were answering live. Why am I the only one who didn't know this? It's my show. That's the first time I figured I could do that at the same time. <laughs> this is ridiculous, man. Brian, uh, Brian Bowers checks in. He goes, Ron Hurst is Luigi's biggest fan base. You got to set up a show from Patty Wax or Harrington's on Frankfurt Ave. Union Roofing, Luigi number one. Damn right. I'm up on the roof with these guys. I will lay shingles. I will, I will pull up buckets of tar. I've been to Paddywhacks. I've been tossed out many a times. All right? I've also gotten a few scuffles at Harrington's, too. I got my gloves hanging up in there. Uh, barbecue Beef Balboa checks in. He says, tuning in, late, uh, tuning in late. Question for Luigi. Favorite breakfast meat? Bacon, sausage, ham, or steak? <sighs> See? Mm. See, here's the thing. I'm not a real big breakfast meat kind of go guy. You know, like, 
If, if I had to go one, I'd go bacon. Because like, bacon and eggs is like a staple, right? So I got to go bacon. I think steak and eggs is a little too much. Steak and eggs is more of a brunch thing. That's yeah. what I'm thinking, right? And sausage, see, depends on where you go. Because if you go to, like, a diner, like, you never know what you're going to get, right? Sometimes you get those little, you know, the little teeny little little ones, right? Yeah. Which suck. They're all dried up and shriveled. And then you get, or sometimes you get those big old fat pork sausages, which, which look like, don't look like, ana, you know, anatomically correct. Yeah. Right? They've like been filled with all kinds of steroids. Or you get, like, the round circle sausage patty. I'm not a sausage patty guy. I believe the sausage patty belongs on said biscuit that Charlie once projected into his face, right, as a sandwich. Mm-hmm. And then ham, I don't think ham belongs on the, on the breakfast table. Yeah. I think ham belongs diced up inside of a Western omelet. I don't think it belongs as a side dish or the main meat focal point next to your eggs and or uh, breaded uh, delicacy that you like, yeah. whether it be pancakes, French toast, you know, whatever. Yeah, I'm, 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 I mean, I would say sausage. This is sports ham. talk radio at its yeah. finest right here, by the way, folks. This is what, this is what you get on, on, the, on terrestrial radio, and we try to stay away from that. But now you brought me here, and I'm here, and now we're talking about this crap. Could have yeah, waved this off. The face with biscuits. No, no, no. People ask questions. I answer the damn questions. But more than anything else, I'm more of a uh, pork roll guy on the weekends. Yeah, pork roll a little overrated. I'm just going to say it right now. It's a little overrated. I don't do. I, I'm a healthy eater, man. Yeah. I can't be putting all this junk in the tank. I've been yeah, sick for a while. I'm starting to get healthy again. What's that, buddy? I got Tony answering tonight <laughs> <laughs> on Twitter. Oh, you have Tony answering you. Well, I gotta check them out later. Yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> speaking of checking out, t- Charlie, it's time for you to check out. I'll contact you later. Tell Justice to hello. Tell your dad to sum it up. Go make that damn money, buddy. Dr. Right, Catfish, Charlie, everybody. Okay, Thank you. Make sure you follow him right, on Twitter. I'll talk to you guys later. Later, Chuck. Let's give him a roaring round of applause. Right, I'll talk to you later. That's what happens. That's what happens on a Tuesday, Tim. Yep. I mean, Brian, but like, I was just in the Northeast just recently, and I was clearing out my storage unit. So now I got to... I got to make the pilgrimage back, dude. I got to do a show. Maybe I'll just do a show. Maybe I'll do a show live from Dominicos. There's an From idea. inside the freaking, from inside Dominicos over there on, on uh, 7153 Frankfurt Avenue, right in the heart, right across the street from Harrington's. That's what we're going to do. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to have, I'm going to do the show from Dominicos, our former work sponsor, and I'm going to have Harrington's supply the damn alcohol. Oh, this is going to be a shit show, but a well-dressed shit show. Yeah. That's, what, that's what's going to happen. I like it. Speaking of shit shows, I'm going to wrap this shit show up. I got to go. I still got to move. I got to work. It's a, long, it's a long process for me, Joe. It's took, a long process for me. me. I want to thank you for coming in here and uh, helping help me out, too. It took man. me a month to move. It took you a month? Yeah. A whole month? Well, a little bit here, a little bit there, but not. I got everything in there for the most part. I just got to screw in a few things and screw something until I, you know, I yeah. gotta, you know got to consummate the... You know, the apartment, basically. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Know exactly what you're saying. Good. <sighs> That's going to do it here. Funk and Fancy Turn Up Tuesday. I'm glad to be back. I'm, I'm, I'm happy I got my voice back a little bit. I was, I was struggling, Joe. You talked about my, my voice was hurting, but I'm back now, and we'll be back each and every single week, live from Moonshine. Sometimes I might be doing it, dorm, I might be doing it at the house. I got the studio getting built right now. 
I can't wait. It's going to be exciting. Wait till you see this freaking place. It's going to be crazy. I got the, the old school Victorian chase. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Man. I got the artwork hanging up. It's very, very, it's, it's, it's tacky yet tasteful, <laughs> which is like I describe myself. <sighs> Thank my boy Joe Quillen for checking in. Thank you. Sitting over here hanging out with me. Joe Corrado Joe, uh, and uh, Joe Rafino. Uh, one of the two will be back next week. Dr. Catfish Charlie, he'll be hanging out with us as well. I want to thank all of you for joining us here on Facebook Live and on uh, Block Talk Radio, on Audio Boom. Check it in on, uh, on Twitter as well, at Funk and Fancy. Make sure you're following the show. Make sure you're following Joe Quillen, which is uh, at Philly Guy 73. At Philly Guy 73. 73 is for your? Your Osborne. There you go. That was clever, Joe. I'm very an old clever. fart. Make sure you follow myself, at Luigi Curto 22. And. Um, there's a lot of it's funny like I'm doing a quick show now. I, I have I got the I got the energy I got the lungs you know I'm ready to go tonight the problem is I gotta go yeah which always sucks so in the meantime I'm Luigi Curtis reminding you it's not a fantasy if you believe it's real good night everybody In a world of one million wrestling podcasts, there is a new shining star with great interviews, analysis, music, and and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.